Any hot second now. Yeah. Here we go. And boom goes the dynamite. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. What's up, Vince? What's up, Sam? Tyler will be joining us a little bit later. He's late. Mm-hmm. We will we will scold him when he gets on air. Yeah. He'll, so, he'll get a severe tutting, like from yeah. like English, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> because, I'm sure he's uh, listening. I'm sure he's this listening. Show, this show is all about public scoldings and mm-hmm. lashings and whippings That's right. and the beatings will continue until morale improves that's the exactly. kind of show that we have here yeah. so so he'll get his we'll show him <laughs> that's right uh welcome back everybody i know some of you guys are are still shuffling in out there in uh youtube land and uh we appreciate you joining us this monday i'm very happy i'm sure you all know why um a lot going on in football but before we get to our respective teams, Vince. I, I just want to get to some scores so we can hurry up and talk about our teams. That's um, right. Yeah. So, um, so far so, away. Yeah. Let's start on Thursday night. The Steelers beat the Titans twenty to sixteen, and Mike Tomlin's a hell of a head coach, isn't he? I mean, good grief, that guy. Yeah, he knows absolutely. how to coach him up better than anybody. That team is garbage. Uh, I almost swore there, but I didn't do it. See, look at me being all behaved and shit stuff Ooh, almost blew it right there. Oh, oh, <laughs> i almost <yeah>. blew it <laughs> i'm still uh, surprised vince is the leader of uh yeah. the profanity in the I, I in know. This podcast I'm, I'm really focusing right now i'm really buckling down red leather yellow leather okay to sunday in germany frankfurt germany the chiefs beat the dolphins 21 to 14 and the Chiefs jumped out to a 21 nothing lead, uh, and Miami couldn't complete the comeback. Tua did not look that good. Um, you know, it was it was a stinker. They had that a shot, happens. and he uh, he there was the fumble, and then got ran back. Hi, Dad. Yeah, he just commented in, and Tyler is listening as we assumed he would be. Uh, so uh, yeah, he'll be in, he'll be on shortly, as we mentioned. Uh, so. The Saints beat the Bears 24 to 17. Um uh Derek Carr, I guess, looked all right. He found Chris Olave finally. So um that was that was nice for fantasy. Uh the Packers beat Derek, the Rams 20. Derek Carr has like four 300 yard games or five 300 yard games or something like that. Uh so you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be a Derek Carr defender, but he should sure as hell thrown the ball a lot better than um jimmy garoppolo <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh you're not wrong so uh packers beat the rams 20 to 3 in a snore fest um the browns beat the cardinals 27 to nothing i believe that's the first shutout for the browns in like i don't know 15 20 years or something like that i saw the it was like 253 games or something like that it was something ridiculous uh, so yeah, the Browns really got the job done. The Cardinals lost their starting quarterback to a trade, uh, but they're getting a new one back. It looks like Kyler Murray is, uh, if, as long as he doesn't have any setbacks this week, he's going to be starting. So maybe the Cardinals aren't going to be quite as pathetic as we've seen so far, but that still remains to be seen. There's still not a lot of talent on that roster. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, commanders over the Patriots 20 to 17. 
the Ravens all over the Seahawks, 37 to three. Thank you, Baltimore. I appreciate that. Uh, in game of the week, Vikings, yeah. uh, Vikings and Falcons. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not game of the week. Vikings and Falcons, though. That was an interesting it was a game. Fun game. It was really, it was a lot of fun. It was really close to game of the week, but something even crazier happened later. We'll get to that in a second. But the Vikings do win 31 to 28. Joshua Dobbs, excuse me, Joshua Dobbs getting the win. Uh, <laughs> uh, he steps in because whoever Minnesota had that he got a concussion and he's been in the office for three days. He ends up going out there and just, you know, go uh, full Mayfield. street ball. <laughs> he <laughs> went full Baker. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. He went full Baker Mayfield. I think that's what we said. Yeah. Uh, that was, we it was just, it. a you know, and then, uh, and then uh, Joshua Dobbs got hurt. So he was out of the game. He comes back and leads him to a victory and he's running around who needs a who needs legs yeah know? who needs legs uh, who needs a playbook you know none of yeah, it man you know overrated so injured, all of it. <laughs> it's like his uh 13th team in in two weeks or something yeah, crazy yeah. <laughs> drawn plays in the dirt man you right, know, just going exactly. at it so all right so we were cheering um, the, for him yeah absolutely that's it's it's a hell of a story and uh a lot of fun uh we'll see how it goes going forward uh, the Texans in this is your game of the week over the Buccaneers, thirty-nine to thirty-seven, and C.J. Stroud absolutely went off. O F F, all capital yeah. letters, periods in between, off that. Like, I think he set a rookie record for a four hundred and seventy yards and five touchdowns. He's, I mean, we said it earlier this year. He certainly looks good. He's got all the tools to um to be a big thing in this league and uh, he keeps flashing. And every time he does that, Carolina keeps looking at Bryce young going, come on, do something, you know, like poking him with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, 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 in uh, Carolina's uh, there, there's not a lot of talent on that team. Right. So, and uh, the Texans, it seems like they got some other draft picks that are starting to perform Yeah, they got some talent. They got a good head coach. Um, so there's a lot of positives for the Houston Texans. Um, yeah, it just sucks that they're in Texas. <laughs> it's specifically Houston as well. Yeah, that's a that's a town that um, as Warriors and you know A's people exactly we don't we don't really like them over there in Houston. We, we got some beef that goes uh generations, you know, and by like you know generation at least. Anywho. Uh, the Colts beat the Panthers 27 to 13. Uh, that one was kind of happening while we were really paying attention to the other games. I don't really have much to say on that one. Um, we'll circle back to um, the other games in a second. Sunday night football, the Bengals get it done over the Bills 24 to 18. I think Cincinnati might have figured it out, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what fourth, fourth win in a row. They're five and four now on the, on the season, something like that. Yeah. They're, uh they're they're for real again they're back they're they're not going away easily they're just they just spotted everybody a three-game head start i think absolutely (laughs) um and then monday night football we have jets and chargers they are in the first quarter they're at commercial right now i'll uh keep turning back and looking at the score and give me a score update when i have it uh so let's turn to our teams the 49ers had nothing to play for they were on bye they did make a move and get Chase Young from the Commanders. And Chase Young is 
enjoying life over here. He's like, this is a team that like the winning culture is here. And um, he, he feels it. And he's like really excited. It sounds like after his first practice. So uh, off the, uh, um, thumbs up, man, on, on the chase, on the chase young uh, trade. It's, you know, that's what it works out. That's what the 49ers really needed was another defensive lineman because that defense is no good. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's total trash unit. No, uh, uh, just the rich get richer, you know, and I am not mad about it. So yeah. as for the games that happened on the field, the Raiders all over the Giants, 30 to six. We were watching it together, man. Uh, go ahead and go off. Um, I mean, it, you know, like you said, we were watching it together. I was definitely excited. It was the first time in a long time that I was able to clap and cheer and, you know, be excited. Um. I mean, granted, it's the New York Giants, not a very good football team. Their quarterback ended up getting hurt and is a ACL tear, so he's done for the year. Um, so they they beat a team that's, you know, not very good. Um, and I know there's been a lot made of uh, Max Crosby and the Raiders smoking cigars like they won the Super Bowl. And I just want to say, they're not they're not smoking cigars because they won the game. I think they're smoking cigars because there's freedom, you know, there there's uh fun is happening. And some of the stories that are coming out of uh, Las Vegas and this is the, this is crazy. So Jay Glazer, I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. saw this. Jay Glazer is on that is on Fox and he ha he's reporting on the post game show that, there was this meeting with the players and the coaches and it was a clear the air moment and it was supposed to be a motivational uh, thing. And players are basically laying into Josh McDaniels, like laying into him uh, for play calling for scheme, how you treat people, the no fun in the locker room practices suck everything. And apparently it was like, Every single player had a gripe with Josh McDaniels, every single player. And Josh McDaniels had Antonio Pierce speak on his behalf to, to provide a, a, a motivational speech to the players. I mean, one, it's kind of weird that you're the head coach and then you appoint the linebacker coach to be the motivational guy. Okay. Whatever. Antonio Pierce gets up in front of the players and has a speech, um, a very, you know, AP is a very uh, emotional man. He, he's a very uh, clear and direct man, but very motivational. You, you know, after that press conference, I wanted to run through a brick wall for him. Um, <laughs> yeah. He gives a speech about believing in yourself and believing in your teammates and believing that you can beat anybody on any given Sunday. And he talks about being on that football giant team that beat the New England Patriots where, you know, Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator. All the players leave, coaches leave. Everybody is like really motivated and excited. And Josh McDaniels says, don't you ever disrespect the New England Patriots. See, like, it's the disconnect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the he's disconnect. trying to instill like the Patriot way. The problem is the Patriot way only works if you're winning. Otherwise, you're just an asshole. Right. Uh, you know? and so and there's I mean, 10 minutes. There it is. There's your 
your first official swear. <laughs> There's so many negative stories about Josh McDaniels coming out that uh, it's not even funny. So I, I think they're they're celebrating a breath of fresh air. They're celebrating that they can have camaraderie. Um, what's coming out is that they they were not allowed to have camaraderie. They couldn't celebrate in practice. If they made a big hit or made a big play, they, they couldn't celebrate. Um, so it was, uh, you know, how it was coming out was uh, Josh McDaniels is trying to act like Bill Belichick without really being the man. You know, he yeah, he has these Super Bowls as an OC, but he was never the man. So it's different. I think it would hit different if Bill Belichick was on another team. Say he went, you know, the New England Patriots say, you know what, it's time to move on, and he went to another team next year. I think it is different because Bill Belichick won these Super Bowls as head coach. Um, I don't think he could walk in as an offensive coordinator and and treat the players like Josh McDaniels did and expect the same amount of respect you're going to get as, as somebody like Bill Belichick. Um, anyway, about the game, what I saw in the game is exactly what I, I hoped for is clean football. Aiden O'Connell played a very clean game, no turnovers, no fumbles, no nerves. Um, and the offensive line kept them clean, you know, for the most part, he, he didn't have to run around and scramble. I think there was maybe a couple plays where the where the defense really got in his face, and he a couple of plays uh, he wasn't able to connect. On a few plays he was, and they were able to move the chains. Um, I thought overall the offense looked really good. They found out how to run the ball again. Well, you know, here's the mystery solved: hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs and do what he likes to do. Right. Um, you know, uh, we saw a couple of. Uh, uh, Devonte Adams flashes, some Hunter Renfro flashes, some uh, Mike Mayer flashes. So, I thought it was a pretty sound offensive uh, game. Defensively, they played their they played lights out. Um, I think it was one of their obviously it's one of their better performances. Um, but they were able the defense was able to get off the field and the offense was able to extend some drives, giving that defense some much needed rest. Uh, Max Crosby obviously wrecked the game, three sacks. Um, couple of picks uh, by the by the uh, secondary. So overall, it was the most complete win I've, I've seen the Raiders have in in many years, and that's going back to the John Gruden era with that roster that made the playoffs. We haven't really seen a complete win, you know, uh, from the Raiders, uh, and it was just really refreshing to see. Uh, next week against the Jets, offensively, I hope to see a little bit more of the same, just being consistent being clean, and I really want to see that continued improvement of the offensive line. Um, I don't expect to put up 30 on the Jets. That's a really good defense. And, you you know, we got to be real that Aiden O'Connell is a rookie and Robert Sala and that staff is going to throw a bunch of different looks and confuse him. He's um, he's, t he's Tamu um, Derek Carr is what he is right now. He's, right. he's wish Derek Carr. <laughs> right. And I just just play clean football, try not to make any mistakes. And defensively, I I hope the Raiders do the same to uh to Zach Wilson, confuse him. He get, he's you know, uh interception prone. He can he can make some really bad decisions to this you know, even to this day. Um he's not a he's not a very great quarterback right now. So the Raiders defense will have their opportunities to um uh, 
cause some turnovers and some havoc. He's on not offense. a great quarterback unless there's uh, Donna Kelsey in the stands and he has somebody to perform for. Um, so keep her the hell away from the stands. I don't know. No, uh, obviously yeah, that's a joke. I mean, uh, like that's the weird thing. Zach Wilson has only flashed a couple of times, but um, one of those times was earlier this year and the Jets do have a winning record. So it is they definitely do. not a gimme. He's playing I think he's playing better than I thought he was capable of overall. Um, he's still making, you know, the mistakes we expect from Zach Wilson because he's Zach Wilson. Uh, I wouldn't trust him personally to run the offense, but then again, the jets didn't trust him either. And that's why they went and got Aaron Rodgers. So absolutely. Um, you know, I just, uh, I just, I would just really like the team to the Raiders to stay competitive. And obviously I'm hoping that they win. Um, but just be competitive, try to play clean football and, and stay in the moment. And like Antonio Pierce says, believe that you can win yeah. um, because it is a winnable game and you got some winnable games on, you know, the rest of the season. Like you, you still have a chance to get to eight, nine wins. Um, if you can steal a couple from us, a couple of good teams that are, that's up ahead. So the season's not over. I think as a fan, that's what I'm hoping for is just be competitive, play smart. Let's get the running game going. Let's get the the passing game, you know, to Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. There are weapons on this team. I'm not saying this team coming into the season was, was you know, a, a 12, 13 win team. I, I My prediction was you got to get to 10. And 10 is potentially on the table. You're going to have to steal something from, from Kansas City or – Miami, you know, you're going to have to steal a game that's going to be a, a massive upset for you. But it's right there with the interim coach, with with all of the chaos that's going around. It, it's within reach. Yeah, your four um, so wins and stay, five losses. Yeah, so I mean, stay competitive is what I'm hoping for. And, and I really like Antonio Pierce. I, I can see him being a, uh, you know, like a Dan Campbell type of guy, um, a, a guy that's very uh, motivating. Uh, very considerate and understanding of players and, and holds players accountable. One thing that I really liked about watching him on the sidelines and going back and seeing some of the highlights was I saw Antonio going to almost every player or every coach and checking in. And, you know, he, he actually took a Meek Robinson off the field. A Meek Robinson made a bad play and he took him off the field and put in a, a you know, a backup player and, pulled a meek robinson was talking to him on the sideline put a meek back in and that's when a meek robinson got that big interception so um i like that you know i like that antonio pierce is trying to uh coach players up and get inside their head and motivate them and and, and have fun and everything that he's saying the post-game speech uh if you go back and listen to that go back and listen to it because it's a hell of a post-game win speech um so I, i'm excited i'm just happy that they were competitive and i look forward to next week yeah um so you got the Jets next week. I got uh, the Niners going to the Jaguars on Sunday, and that'll be a 10 a.m. kickoff uh, for us here on the Pacific Coast, which means uh, a little breakfast football, a little brunch football for uh, for me, you know? Absolutely. So that'll be fun. Uh, uh, we, we, we tried to delay it enough time to get Tyler on. He's not quite ready yet to talk about his Eagles. Um, we'll circle back to that, but they did get the win, and it's, as always, it's fuck Dallas o'clock. So, um, uh, so we will uh, we'll talk about that as soon as he gets on. I want to let him get all his uh, flowers in on that. Um, just your quick score update. The Chargers just walk in uh, 
Austin, uh, yeah, Eckler just scored a touchdown. Literally, as I turned around to watch it happen, Austin Eckler, they are up 13 nothing. They're about to kick the extra point. And I think that pretty much clinches one of my victories in fantasy football um, uh, against my brother in our league, Sam. So um, after starting 0-5, I'm about to be uh, four wins in a row, and I'm not, and I'm not dead yet. I am not dead yet. Um, yeah, I think I'm getting. Uh, I think I'm going to get the win as well. I think it's pretty much guaranteed at this point. Yeah, you're playing Tyler our... this week, which is actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our, uh, I think all of our play players have uh, played. So I'm going to be going four and f- four to five, uh, four and five. Yep. And it looks like Tyler's going to drop to four and five, and I'm um, going up to four and five as well. So, so we're uh, we're, we're all, all mediocre. Yeah, we're all in there. <laughs> uh, I was dog shit, but I've I've worked my way back up to mediocre. Um, and as the defending champion, don't let me in the playoffs. Don't. don't uh, my I picked last in our draft, mm-hmm. and that's I I I don't think I've ever been in a league ever in the 10, 12, 13 years that I've been playing fantasy football. I don't think I've ever seen anybody last in the snake draft win the thing. I don't think I've ever it's seen tough. That. It's tough. I so, mean, I have seen it, but it is definitely not easy. You got to get part of its luck, you know, absolutely. Um, but also it's just, you know, it, it's, it's tough as hell. And yeah. uh, uh, other people need to make mistakes ahead of you as well. So uh, we'll see how that turns. Um, so, like I said, we're going to circle back to the Eagles when Tyler hops on in just a couple minutes um as for the next thing on the docket uh uh, we will i think let's just go to baseball for now and we'll circle back um get the nfl pick you don't want to do the pickums or um no no no. we'll 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 wait for tyler to get back to do the pickums as well um so we'll just we'll 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 close out football a little bit later when he hops back on uh so let's just go to baseball there's some news and notes and um we'll talk about um uh, some news coming out of the uh, out of the A's situation, but first, Stephen Vogt has been named manager of the Cleveland Guardians, and it's just one year after retiring as a as a baseball player. So, um, he's getting his first shot at um at the big job. So, uh, he he's a guy that we loved in Oakland. Like he was a fan favorite. We had a little cheer for him. We co opted the U.S. Men's National Soccer Team cheer, uh, for him, and and that was fun, you know, and. And he's lap like I mean I'm still gonna remember his last at bat being the home run you know that that's that's a hell of a story and now he's getting his chance uh, it's something that he's wanted to do so uh, congratulations Stephen Vote the um, only foul ball I ever caught in my life was uh, in Seattle off the bat of Stephen Vote when he was still with the A's so cool yeah yeah great great guy was always mm-hmm. a man of the people so we, yeah, be- wish him we all still believe in uh, Stephen Vote so yeah, we yeah we still believe him. Um, Carlos Mendoza was uh, the New York Yankees bench coach this past season. He is now going to be the manager of the Mets. Um, I'm sure he had a hell of an interview. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the Mets need new blood in there anyway. So um, Craig Council uh, moves from Milwaukee to the Chicago Cubs, staying in the NL Central, going to a rival. His contract ended with Milwaukee uh, on October 31st. They did not pick it up. That they did not re-sign him to a long into an extension or anything. So he went and found a job at his rival, and, and uh, 
we'll see how that goes. It's going to be a lot of fun, I'm sure, for uh, for the fans, at least, you know, to really get on him. Um, we didn't get a chance to actually wrap up the World Series, so the Rangers ended up beating the Diamondbacks in five games. And uh, there is now only five teams in Major League Baseball without a World Series title. And that brings me to the game that I had promised you before we started recording, Sam. Name those five teams. Name the five teams that do not have a World Series title. Yeah, these are these are current active teams. I'm not looking for like St. Louis Browns or anything like that. I'm talking uh, active Tampa teams. Bay, Tampa Bay Rays. That's one. San Diego Padres. That's two. Um, Seattle Mariners. That's three. They're also the only team that hasn't even appeared in a World Series. Fun oh, wow. fact. Um, the Nationals just won one. The Angels have one. The Rangers just got their first. Yep. They were the, they were the sixth uh, team. They're now off the list. Okay. Uh, Arizona has one. The Dodgers, yep. of course. Yep. The Giants, of course. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, the Braves won in the yeah. early nineties. They they, they, um, they they have some they have some championships. They also won a couple of years ago. Uh, Astros obviously. Phillies. Oh. No, the Phillies have a. They have. Philly, one. Phillies have. Yeah, Phillies have chips. Yeah. Yeah, they have one. Oh. The Mets have the Miracle Mets. Yeah. Um, shoot. Toronto has some in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida has A two. couple from early. Yeah, early in their expansion life. Uh, I really wish I was looking at a roster of teams. I know, right? Yeah. So um, I will say we talked uh, about three. one. I'm sorry? I got three. You got three. So I will, I'll give you a hint right now. We talked about one of these teams just now. We talked about one of these teams just now. Yeah. Oh, the Brewers. The Brewers. There's your fourth. And then you were close with the NL uh, West. The NL West. Giants, Dodgers, Diamondbacks. I said the Padres, though. Yeah, you said the Padres. There's another one. Who's the other one? Oh, the Rockies. The Rockies. Rockies. There it is. There's. I forgot about them. Yeah, to be fair, um, it's easy to forget about them. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. So there's your five teams. Uh, you know, where do the five... A's rank in all time World Series? They're third right yeah, now. I just, I just wanted to hear um, said. the Cardinals no. and the Yankees are the only teams with more. There's the Cardinals I, have 10, Cardinals have 10 or 11. Yeah. yeah um, the A's I know have nine. Yeah. I think, I, like, I know there's some teams that are like on their heels with like eight. I think yeah. maybe somebody has nine now, too. I'm not entirely sure, but. The A's are still in third with uh, most World Series uh, championships. Uh, so uh, speaking of World Series championships, uh, the uh, early odds by BetMGM have been released for 2024 World Series championship. The Braves are plus 650. The Dodgers are plus 800. Astros are plus 900. Rangers are uh, the world champion Rangers are uh, plus 1,000. So that's 10 to 1. Uh, Phillies are 11 to one. And then you have the Yankees, the Rays, Padres, Blue Jays, and Orioles all at 16 to one right now. So, um, 
you know, I think one of those teams, maybe the Rays might be a good one to get to get your money on. They're usually a pretty good team and uh, there's some value there to be had, I think, if they figure it out ever. Um, but they, you know, they're they're always close. And if you're going to I mean, that's something that if you do partake in gambling and type that kind of stuff, I uh, I'm, I'm looking for values, but not long shots, you know? Yeah, and I think I think the Rays at 16 to one, that's a pretty good one. Philly's also at eleven to one. I think is also pretty good value too. But absolutely. Um, also, this is way too early. We haven't even uh, hit free agency or anything like that. I was just that, gonna so say uh, a lot of these are. Yeah, where's Shohei gonna go? Yeah, I mean the Yankees are always gonna get bet up anyway, like because there's just a ton of people in New York and a ton of Yankees fans, and uh, so yeah, that's gonna happen as well. All right, so uh, let's talk about the A's. Uh, the city of Oakland, actually, uh, the mayor's office, the city council and the port of Oakland, they are uh, going to approve a resolution tomorrow on the 7th showing what they have done basically since 2018 with the Howard terminal being identified as the target for the A's like, you know, new stadium. Right. Um, basically they're going to just outline everything that they've did, everything that the team has done. And like, basically um, how they the team has behaved in basically since April versus what they had said, like when they bought the county's half of the Coliseum site, how that was supposed to be a backup plan in case Howard Terminal fell through. But now they're just squatting on that half of the site and going to Vegas anyway. So, um, you know, I mean, th- th- it's it's only a four page resolution, which for um you know, government documents is not long at all. It's a pretty quick read, actually. Um, Brody Brazil went over it point by point, and he it, it took him less than a half an hour to do it, and he was uh, excruciatingly detailed in his recap. Yeah. So um, uh, go check out that one. Uh, we don't need to uh, go over it point by point. But, I mean, we've talked about everything that the, the city has done and the team has done uh, in detail as well in our past episodes. So, I, yeah. I, I mean... Does this change anything? I don't think so. But what it does do um, in, in terms of actually like keeping the A's in Oakland? No, it doesn't. But what it might do is help with the perception uh, for several parties. Maybe if m- maybe uh, the teams, you know, like maybe some of these teams that are voting on the 14th through the 16th, maybe they see this whole list of everything that the city has and how ready they are and how they were working on a $12 billion, 55 acre project, but now the A's are willing to take only nine acres and have nothing else. The, the, Um, yeah. uh, Casey Pratt also had an interview with uh, Shang Tao, the mayor of Oakland. I I watched that earlier today. um, Yeah. You know, the other thing is too, is if the A's do leave, um, they got one more year left on their media deal. And do you know how much their media deal pays them annually? I know that. Go ahead and say the number, though, for the people. $60 million. $60 million. Yep. So for anybody with a fucking brain, $60 million a year that the A's get. If But that is based on their media market size. So if they go to Las Vegas, they're not getting $60 million. Yeah, they're, they're probably gonna- getting in the neighborhood of 30 Right, it's gonna because you know, it, yeah. it's scalable to their market size. So they're they only have one more year left on the lease, 
And I think one of the reasons why the city of Oakland, the mayor's office and the port of Oakland is, you know, you, you really have to understand too, that as a city, you have to put everything on the record. I mean, it's, you're legally obligated to put it on the record. Yeah. So anybody who does. thinks that like the, the city of Oakland and the County and the, the mayor's office, like, Oh, they didn't want to do business. Like, they have to get things on the record. And unfortunately with politics, there's a lot of red tape. And I have been extremely critical of the city of Oakland and the County and this JPA when that existed, I've been extremely critical of it at this point. It's John Fisher. It's John Fisher is the, the shitty businessman who has a shitty clothing store and treats all of his workers like shit. Um, he's involved in much, many businesses that he treats his own businesses like crap. He's just mm -hmm. a terrible human being. Um, so if he leaves, I also think what's going on here is they're talking a lot about expansion. And maybe the following year, the, the city of Oakland doesn't get an expansion team. But I think, fine. The A's went to Vegas. Okay? John Fisher's in Vegas in his tiny little ballpark. And he, he, he thinks that's the best deal for him. However, Howard Terminal still... 55 acres that some baseball owner who wants an expansion team could come in and build oh, like out. A, oh, sorry. I got a little tickle in my throat. There. Build out 55 <laughs> acres in whatever the hell you want to do or scale it down and you get 25 acres or 20 acres or whatever, whatever. Or you have the whole 55. Or you have you the whole thing. 25 at first or whatever it's, it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. 55 acres at Howard terminal is scalable. If a if a, a MLB owner wanted to expand into Oakland and build a ballpark and build out everything around it, he has that opportunity. He or she has that opportunity. Um, or if you wanted to buy a slice of land and just build out a smaller parcel and leave the rest to other developers, that's an option. So I think the city of Oakland and the mayor's office is getting their ducks in a row. Um, I don't think this thing is over. I do believe that the owners are going to have to approve the move to Las Vegas to save face because the MLB is going to look out for itself. And it just so happens that John Fisher is a part of the MLB, but I don't think the owners really care for John Fisher because they're actually, if the A's go to Vegas, they're removing that expansion team, that expansion market and MLB has already come out and publicly said, uh, Rob Manfred has come out and said they're going to waive the relocation fee. So there's a lot of money that gets split up to these owners yeah. that they're not going to get. Yeah. So, I mean, that's $10 million per owner, basically, that's gone right. now. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I just think the they're going to pass it. The other owners are going to pass the relocation, but I don't think it's it's necessarily over. And at the same time, at the same time, like, let's say hypothetical game. I know we all love the A's. We all love the green and gold. We all love the franchise and the branding and the players and the culture and the history. We love that. But an apples to apples comparison. If the A's were to stay with John Fisher or John Fisher leaves and all of that, all of the A's history goes, and then an owner comes in, expands the 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 MLB and you get something like the Oakland Oaks. Hi, hypothetically. Yeah. 
but you have an owner like Lakeup or or an uh, owner equivalent that's 100% in like are you even thinking twice about being a fan of the Las Vegas A's with John Fisher or are you moving on because for me I, like people may come at me and be upset but John Fisher is moving this team when there's a deal on the table and he's doing it because he he's an asshole. It, it he just wants it all for free. Where right across the water, you see the Giants built it all in their own dime. All of the information that comes out about how MLB teams need public funding and this and that. If you look at all the charts, all the information that the A's put together, it all all that data all those data points end right before the Giants built their stadium. Why? Why is that? Because the Giants paid for it. Because the rest of the MOB doesn't doesn't want anybody anybody else to know that. Milwaukee, yep. Colorado, Arizona, Baltimore, all of these crappy ass owners don't Tampa. want yeah. the information out there because the Giants built it and it was profitable for the city and it was profitable for the franchise but they want it for free, Vince. Yeah. That's what this is about, is giving away 55 acres to John Fisher so he can build it for free. That's what it's about. So yeah. at this point, if I was if I was to get a, a expansion team in Oakland, take your nine fucking acres and kick rocks, asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100% agree. Um, even if Oakland doesn't get an expansion team, there's statistically nobody following the A's to Vegas as fans. I think everybody has said they're going to be done with baseball. Um, I or think you're there's going to be a few people. You're talking less than 10% of, yeah. of whatever I'm, the, whatever the yeah. fandom is in Oakland and California, I think would be less than 10%. Oh, it's and easily, also too. I think it's less than 3%, dude. I, I wouldn't, I, I would agree with you. I'm just for the sake of the argument. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Being for, devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing is Oakland's going to be set up possibly for an expansion team. But I guarantee you the city of Oakland would never be receptive to a relocated team. Like mm. I, I think that is over. Yeah. That, like if Tampa Bay was going to be like, Oh, we're going to go to Oakland. No, you're not. The fuck you are. No, you're not. Yeah. Like you, we, we've been here, done that. We ain't doing right. it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's not happening. Um, Because the city of Oakland has lost teams already. Exactly. To we're not, we're, We're not, not doing taking it. anybody else's teams. No, yeah. hell no. It's effed up. Hell no. It's so disrespectful. Mijo. Hola. My little hey, bud. Welcome back. Slamming uh, yeah. a Heineken. Yeah, add a babe. Now so, do another one as your punishment. You got And don't forget to cup the balls. Woo! <laughs> All right. So let's circle back to football. Unless you got something to add to this A's non this A stuff we we got talking. Uh, no, you know what? I I haven't had a chance to watch all the inter the interviews. I did see the uh the Casey Pratt interview with Shang. Um, I do want to watch that, but no, super informative stuff. I, I actually really appreciated it up until about you know four minutes ago when I stopped listening to right, hop on this bad boy. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so let's just circle back to football and um, the only game we haven't talked about yet. The Eagles oh my take God. down the Cowboys 28 to 23. How about them fraud boys? I said it a month ago. You're saying it today. Go off, buddy. Dude, you want to talk about a heart attack. 
That is exactly what I got in the last 40 seconds. If you could see a team literally just shit all over themselves in 40 seconds, you watch the Eagles do it. But somehow we miraculously pull out, beat the fraud boys, the cowgirls, whatever you want to call them. I get one of the best memes of Dak Prescott being turned into a tornado and landing on his head as a picture to remind myself of how glorious that game was. I know CJ Stroud was the game of the week, but this was also one hell of a chance for a game of the week. Absolutely. Um, I loved everything about this game except for 40 seconds at the end there. I oh, yeah. literally threw the remote and I was like, I'm going to lose this game. We're going to lose this game. Cowboys are going to win this game because we are idiots. I've seen enough of James Bradbury playing the uh, corner. Um, I, I'm done. Put Move him to the slot or get him out of here because he is targeted all the time. He loses all the time. That PI for 40 yards, ridiculous. Like, what are you doing, bro? Turn around. Use your fucking head that you clearly don't have right now. Um, our rookie guard saved the day with that ridiculous play call that Brian Johnson calls where DeAndre Swift runs into uh, – AJ Brown and fumbles it. Thank God we have a rookie. That man literally saved the whole entire game for us. I don't know what we're doing with these play calls. We got fourth and four, and we're gonna throw it to AJ Brown for 40 yards. Go get the first down. I'm sick of this. Brian Johnson is the OC. I'm sick of James Bradbury as a corner slot. But you know what? I'm not sick of beating the Cowboys. Oh, Never it get feels sick of so that. good. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that Dak Prescott steps out of bounds you know, six inches short of getting that two point conversion. And who was, uh, was that? Um, I, I don't even remember who was receiving the, the, the pass and they ended up, was it the tight end? Jake. Uh, yeah, there was, his it knee was, he was down. It was, his knee was down. It was the root. Okay. Yeah. So that was that play. Yeah. 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 His knee was down on the half yard. And yeah. then we had the other play when I think it went to CD, but then he got tackled like four yards of the, of the uh, first down to end the game. Right. I'm not that reminded me talk, so yeah. That ran my Dak going out of bounds. Being on the that, two, short, that was the two point conversion, right? That was the two that, point conversion on the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me so much of that championship game with uh, uh, who's now he's now the announcer. He was the Cowboys quarterback. Um, oh, Tony Romo. Romo. Tony Romo earned the nickname for me, One Yard Man, because he was one yard from going to the Super Bowl and fell short. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Oh, it no. wasn't even that. It wasn't even the championship. That was a divisional round. Yeah, oh, that that's was, right. That's right. To move on a divisional to round. He, Cowboys haven't One played in an man. NFC title game since 95 when they played yeah. the Niners. I love it. That's shades yeah. of all of that. It's great. Yeah. This is, why, great. this is why I cannot, no matter what, no matter, no matter what the Cowboys do, no matter what, how good their defense is or what their record is and how good Dak is playing. Dak was bomb bomb i mean his numbers look great on paper he played a great game but as long as you're led by mike mccarthy and dak prescott's your quarterback like i just i don't i don't have that faith so so they they ran a stat last night it was great and it compared dak and and jalen and the stat was what the passer rating is when they're behind Dak was like a 77 and Jalen was like 111. So that, I mean, to your point, Dak did play great. I mean, that boy was slinging it all over the place, but Jalen made the winning plays. Right. Dak did not make the winning plays. And that's the difference in that game. They, they could have had it. They went 60 it was yards. There. 
They went 60 yards in two plays. Dak only threw once and then went backwards 30 yards. Thank God for Brandon Graham uh, for those two sacks back to back. But um, yeah, there was no reason why we should have won that game. Absolutely no reason other than that we're just dogs. Just dogs, <laughs> baby. All right. Um, What's crazy, though, about the Philadelphia defense, I was actually looking up uh, some stats today, and the Philadelphia defense is, I'll say, good because you can't run the ball against them. Like, they're yeah. number one, number two, number three in the league in stopping the run. But in stopping the pass, they are dog shit. The Raiders oh, are better our, than them. In the, our in secondary has the pass. been so bad. From from the Andy Reid era, our secondary has been terrible. And we had the dream team, if you remember that fucking <laughs> team. And our secondary Vince was terrible Young. back then. <laughs> Vince Young and Namdi and geez. Yeah. Yeah. That we Vince we've Young always had it. a secondary. Yeah, as soon I, as he said it, I was like, Yeah, okay, watch this. <laughs> I would love if the Eagles could call the Bills and see if they could steal their coach or their scouting coach because the I'm not I'm sorry. Yeah, the Bills scouting coach when getting secondary players fucking off the top, like they get some of the best safeties I could ever see. I'm like, how come we can't get that? <laughs> well, I believe I the understand. two safeties, the two safeties from Buffalo came from, uh, I forget the team. I think they came from with McDermott. They did. Yeah. So I think, you know, they, they knew McDermott's uh, system. So, but hey, you know, Ron Rivera might be available. Maybe you want to hire yeah, Ron Rivera. Riverboat <laughs> Ron, I'd rather roll the dice on someone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I could do it. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Steve Wilkes. Run... Steve Wilkes might be available. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, uh, we'll see. So I just, I just, I do want to tell you, Vince, uh, you're in charge of the pickups this week because my computer is at my office. So I have no access to it right now. <laughs> okay. Well, stand by. Uh, I got to. Pull these bad boys up. Uh, let's. I didn't change anything, so we might just have to go up the top rope here and just um, write these down. Uh, no, yeah, I. Uh, the uh, I I don't have the link here for it. Um, I think it's gone. <laughs> uh, I only have links for the um. That's uh, fine. Let's just let's just look at stuff. the NFL and then uh, we'll just do the picks in the for for the schedule off of uh, Google, okay, and I'll just write yeah. everybody down here. Okay, you want to write everybody down then, and we'll do that. Okay, so um, NFL scores and schedule. I will load that up right now. Uh, we're not, I'm not going to share screen. It's no point. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so uh, thir- the Thursday game is Steelers versus tight. Oh no, no, that was that. That just happened week nine. I'm sorry. Uh, let's look at week ten. Come on, Vin, get it together. <laughs> the order okay. goes uh, Sam, uh, and then you, and then me. Okay, so yeah, Thursday. Week 10, Bears hosting the Panthers. Uh, what a great game. That's a bad yeah. one. Can we flex down to 3 a.m.? I know, right? Uh, uh, I'm taking uh, beignets. And the, mm-hmm. That's my nickname for uh, Bagnet, Bagnet, Bagent. What's yeah, his name? Bagent, Bagent 007. Oh, yeah. um, beignets. I like to call them beignets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bajan taking the seven. There we are. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Panthers. Okay. I am going to go. Uh, golly. Do I have to pick one? Um, how yeah. about a tie? Uh, no, I'll go with, I'll go with the golly. I'll go with the bears. Okay. 
All right. So uh, Sunday games, uh, we have uh, Patriots and Colts, uh, 6.30 a.m. In Germany, right? In Germany, yeah. I also want to point to the, the uh, I know that you guys were saying um, Tua didn't look himself. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes didn't look himself. But you know what must suck is that they went to Germany and the time changed. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. I bet everything about that road trip sucked. Yeah, for sure. Everything except like some bomb ass German food. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Maybe. It's a good beer. If you're into that kind of thing. Good beer town. Yep. They should have made them play Entire the game country. in uh, you know, the the in Lederhosen. The Lederhosen. The Lederhosen. <laughs> some Lederhosen inspired uniforms. And some glass boots and loser has to drink the winners uh Two shoeies out of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Colts at Patriots in Germany. Go ahead, Sam. Who do you got? Uh, Colts. Patriots stink. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that too. Colts. Yeah, I'm on the same train. All right. Uh, 10 a.m. games. Packers at the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in Mike Tomlin and. Interesting stat about uh your 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 favorite quarterback uh Vince uh Mr. Pickett. Uh he is dog shit quarters 1, 2 and 3, but shows life uh shows shows a pulse in that fourth quarter. So yeah, uh, well, but it, but it's it's a Mike Tomlin led team and I'm not going to count him out. Yeah, also this is as much a pick against Jordan Love as it is for the Steelers. Uh I'm picking the Steelers. And w- where's the home game at? Uh in Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm going Steelers too. Okay. Uh, 49ers at Jaguars. Uh, uh, come on, picking the Niners. I'm picking the Niners. You guys don't have to, but I'm definitely doing it. I, you know what? I is okay. Go ahead, Sam. I, I got an opinion on the, this. You know what? They, they're, they're both coming off of a bye week. So I think it's going to be pretty neutral. Yeah. I think this is a different Jaguars team. I think they're looking at this game as, uh, uh, prove it um that they're legit Measuring stick type game yeah and um it's in jacksonville and uh i wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers win but i think the jags are going to pull it out i just think at home they got the quarterback they got their defense flying around um taking the jags i thought we were buddies i thought we were good no <laughs> I'm I, taking uh, the 49ers in I know, every I know, game I know, this I know, year. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I, know. Um, I, I am taking the 49ers, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than what you anticipate. I don't think it's going to be Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm not saying anything about closeness. I'm, I think this might be a do- this is going to be a dogfight for sure. But, I think uh, so. I'm going to pick the Niners to win every week because they're, they're a team with Super Bowl aspirations, and so they should – they're going to be in every game every week and they should win every week, I think, or at least, you know, they, they have the opportunity to do that. Okay. Well, I also uh, think though, too, that like losing three games in a row, there's a lot of chip on the shoulder to, to turn mm-hmm. this around. Otherwise you got the new it's, toy it's like alarms. It is you, all alarms. If you lose. Yeah. yeah. You get the, and you got the new toy chase young to exactly. play, yeah. uh, wrap exactly. him out, of, unwrap him and uh, take him out of the box. Bosa better get at least two sacks or at least one and a half. Yeah. Like that's uh, that's what Chase Young brings to the table, right? All right, so the Titans are going to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. Um, Nanners <laughs> taking on Baker. Uh, well, you said Tampa. You mean Tennessee? Tennessee is taking on Tampa. 
The Titans are going to the Buccaneers. Okay. You so said Tampa Nanners. City. Nanners. 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 Will Levis. Nanners. I'm just saying earlier, a few seconds ago, you said Tampa is taking on the Buccaneers on yeah. accident. <laughs> so I was you like, wait. I'm, I'm, uh, I thought I said Titans. Okay, so Titans versus Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Titans. I think they, uh, they're they they're feeling pretty motivated with Banana Man. And, uh, you know, they, they always have a good defense. And Tampa Bay just looks like a team that's – competitive but they're on the downside of that competitiveness and uh taking tennessee yeah so we got uh a mr mayo and his coffee heading to tampa to take on baker Me- baker mayfield uh you know I'll, I'll take i'll take tampa in this one i think uh they they played really well this past week and just you know couldn't quite get the job done against cj stroud but i think they can put it together against the titans um, you know, Will Levis had a rough Thursday game, but what team doesn't have a rough Thursday game? Um, Dead one good game, one bad game in his career yeah. so far. Yeah. Uh, Tough to know. Tough to know. I mean, man, he's got a rocket, dude, and he looks like he plays shortstop or like an infielder. The way he slings the ball, it's like a short release. And he's got good presence of mind, man. I thought he should have gotten sacked multiple times. And I think Tampa is riding hot right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the mayonnaise train too. I'm gonna take the Titans. Okay. Texans at Bengals. Ooh, that's a game of the week right there. Oh now. man, that's I, you know, <laughs> we watched the game together, Vince, and I think we I think we all have really enjoyed what we've seen out of Houston and just the draft picks and we we obviously love the coach. Um but I think Cincinnati is they they found you know I I got my swagger back <laughs> so I think Cincinnati's gonna take it uh, yeah it's, they're just the better team right now yeah I, I think it's just more talent I'm gonna bet on the talent uh, of the Bengals uh, over the Texans but the Texans are fun and they're not gonna make it easy uh, let, let's it, speed through these a little finish bit finish the phrase what's cooler than being cool Joe cool or ice cool ice I am cool. taking the Bengals as well. Yeah, I know what you were going for. I decided to mess it up on purpose. <laughs> All right, Saints at Vikings. Uh, Saints. I think Saints. the Vikings was exciting, but yeah, Saints. Yeah, I'm going Saints. Me too. Okay, Browns at Ravens. It's good Ravens. defense. Good defense. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. It's good defense. Okay. The problem is that the Ravens have a better offense, so I'm going Ravens as well. All right, Lions at Chargers. Lions. Lions. Is that across the board here? I think so. Lions. That's what I'm going that route too. Okay, Falcons at Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> Game of the week. Uh, Falcons. Oh. I don't know. Falcons. Kyler might be back. Um, Falcons. <laughs> you know, uh, they're, you they're say, both terrible. You say that Kyler Murray's coming back, but the new Call of Duty just dropped, so That's you know true. he's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's otherwise distracted. Yeah. All right. Uh, Giants at Cowboys. There's no fucking Cowboys. way the I mean, Giants can do this. It's the Cowboys, right? I mean, I don't know. Danny DeVito's going to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't have any uh sway one way or the other i would love the cowboys to lose but i'm gonna pick the cowboys yeah i mean uh yeah it's just it, it the, the talent is just so massively the different. giants don't even have a quarterback yeah exactly um commanders at seahawks 
Ah, Seahawks. I too will jump on that train. I'm... I know. I know Vince is going to take the Commanders. Uh, do you though? Like, I want to take the Commanders. Um, the Seahawks looked terrible this past week. Um, the offense just looks terrible, like, like dog shit, man. But uh, this one's going to be closer than I think everybody gives credit for. Uh, you know what? Let's do it. We're going to do the Commanders. Ron Rivera saves his job for at least a week. Oh, well, you need the Seahawks it. to lose because they're in first right now. No, they're not. Well, actually, no, they're in first. no, no, no. Now they lost. So now yeah, they're the Seahawks lost. So the sniffing. Niners are back in first. That's right. All right. Jets at Raiders on Sunday night football. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's a toss up, but I think, uh, the Raiders are believing in themselves and the fans are going to believe in them. So I, I'm taking the Raiders. I believe. Yeah. Right now the Jets only have three points on the board. The score is 14 to three. Um, Zach Wilson is just not good, but I mean, you never know when there's going to be a 40 year old uh, mom in the, in, in the stands that catches his eye and uh, he wants to impress her. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go Raiders. I'll go with you, bud. I'm on that same train. I think the Raiders are riding high. Momentum is in their favor. They'll look at the stub. All right. Uh, Monday night football Broncos at the bills. I mean, we all on the same board, right? (laughs) Yeah, nobody's willing to take the Broncos here, right? No, nobody's that dumb. We all going to conclude this as a Bills Monday night win. Even though the Broncos beat the Chiefs. (laughs) All right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that, so we've been going for almost an hour and there's still tons of stuff to talk about. So let's start ripping through some of this. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Go for it. So NBA, let's talk uh, NBA. Steve Kerr has said that he will step down as Team USA head coach after the Paris 2024 Olympics. And basically, he's following Greg Popovich's model, uh, which he was like basically coaching the FIBA World Cup, and then the and then the um the Olympics the following year, and then he'll let somebody else take over. And uh, basically, that's the model that I think that Popovich has set for himself, and then Steve Kerr is emulating, and I'm good with that. And it's it's a lot of extra work and extra focus that uh you know maybe he doesn't need to do anymore. So, you know, good for him. Get Go get the gold and then uh, ride off into the sunset. Okay. I agree. I, I mean, I have nothing on that, but I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a shock right. to me at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So there's that note. Uh, the 2025 NBA All-Star Game is officially coming to Chase Center. There were reports that it was going to happen a couple weeks ago. Now it's actually going to happen. And uh, this is something we kind of expected to happen for a while. And we knew once the arena was built that it was coming. And I'm just, I'm glad we finally have a date for it to actually happen. And yeah, it's going to be kind of fun to see it. It's, you know, it's been a long time since the all-star game has been here in the Bay area and uh, you know, 25 years is long enough. And they, uh, it just went final a few minutes ago, but the Warriors did beat uh, Detroit. Okay. So they are now six and two. Let me, that so what's the score on that detroit game uh 120 to 109 120 to 109 uh we did last we stretched out long enough that uh, we were able to get this uh win uh noted here so um the warriors over the last week uh they get the win wins in new orleans uh at home versus sacramento in oklahoma city in which is part of the in-season tournament then they go to Cleveland and lose. And like you just mentioned, they get the win today, uh, 121-09 versus Detroit. So they are six wins and two losses. Um, 
they were third in the West. It's probably somewhere right around still third. Um, you didn't, you're not losing any spots in the uh, when you win, so that's good. Uh, this upcoming week we have Wednesday at Denver, Saturday versus Cleveland, and Sunday versus Minnesota. Saturday is a uh, another. Wait, no, it's not. No, it's Never not. Mind. No, I take that back. Not. I take that back. Okay, and they're gonna add um, Gui Santos uh, to a three-year deal. He was the 55th pick in 2022. He's currently playing at Santa Cruz. Uh, but he'll probably be added in the in the coming days to the roster. I really like that 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 signing. I'm not I'm just being totally honest with you. I think Guy Santos got some raw talent that I think Kaminga is a flamethrower and can score any minute. And I think Guy Santos is another guy that would compliment. He's kind of like if you lost Moody or you lost Kaminga, Guy Santos would be a guy that could maybe substitute a little bit of what those guys bring every single day so i actually kind of like this as a pickup and uh bring them up okay bring them up all right so uh let's let's move over to soccer we got wrexham they get the win versus mansfield town and their next game is tuesday against port vale in the football league trophy that's a group stage and then in regular league two play on saturday they're playing gillingham uh they're currently in third place uh tied they're they're tied with Knotts County for second place, but uh, I think like one of the tiebreakers has them in third. Uh, Thirty points. They're making noise and possibly heading on up to the uh, to League One. They're, I mean, this this is a team that is mid league mid mid third tier talent for sure, and yeah. they were just in fifth, and so now they're rocketing past fourth. They might go straight up uh, again. Um, I mean, roster wise, Knotts County a... might do that as well too. I mean, both yeah. teams are excellent so well you know it's funny is the three teams um i think i can't remember the name of the first one but if you look back like two years ago those are the first three teams uh in the national league so right it's just funny how the it's almost the same play out from, from like three years ago <laughs> yeah yeah um, so i mean it, like the, the difference between the fifth tier and the fourth tier like it, it's it you know you get stuck in that fifth tier it sucks but like if you can break out of it and get back into the fourth tier you can you can get back into the third tier fairly quickly if you're, you know, if you've got the, uh, the talent in place and, uh, yeah, Wrexham certainly would, does. And so does I would argue that these three teams are, are high or mid level and they're not first place, but they're higher mid level EFL one teams, you know? So, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I could see them finishing, you know, sixth or seventh or something like that this year. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see what happens next year. If, yeah, if they get up there. So here we go. Saudi Arabia was the only nation that ended up uh, placing a bid to host the 2034 World Cup. So they are going to get it. Australia withdrew their bid on Halloween, which was the final day to express interest in hosting, which means it's going to be in Saudi Arabia. Nobody else asked for it. And part of the reason why that happened is for the 2030 World Cup, we talked about it a few weeks ago. There's six different host nations. Yeah. So they basically FIFA by by getting six different nations to host a World Cup game, you basically wiped all of them out of the out of the running for 2034, even though only three of them get to host one game, right. uh, and and now there was nobody else to compete with Saudi Arabia, and I guess somebody threw enough money at the Australian delegation to get them uh, uh, disinterested. Uh, I can, I don't know that for sure, but it's it's FIFA. I mean, there's corruption. Absolutely. I would I'd be shocked if there wasn't money thrown around, especially because Saudi Arabia is involved. So there we go. Blood money, baby. <laughs> yep. Uh 
on to better news, the U.S. women's national team named Emma Hayes as their new head coach. She'll take over after Chelsea season ends in May. Her resume at Chelsea in 11 years, she has 13 major trophies. She has six WSL titles, five FA Cups, and two Women's League Cups. Um, it's so going to be a little good. She's real good. This is a great hire. <laughs> the only problem is because the season ends in May and the Olympics are in late July, it's going to be a quick turnaround to try to get everything put together for the Olympics. But this is an excellent hire. And I mean, uh, she's she, going to be in place. Can she take for over for Greg too? No, no, no. Just the women's team. I, no, I wish, dude. Can she I take over that wish. one too? <laughs> I wish, dude. I fucking wish. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this hire. Uh, Emma Hayes is going to do amazing things. Uh, even if it doesn't end up working out, this year like like these these upcoming olympics because of the short turnaround um it's gonna be work it's gonna work out for the uh women's world cup the following the, the following one and the following olympics so uh you know th this is a great hire and i'm really excited and sam is paying the pet tax uh, <laughs> um one last note for soccer though uh the national women's soccer league championship game is set for this saturday we have uh, O.L. Rain versus Gotham FC. It is Megan Rapino versus Ali Krieger. Both of them playing their final games and it's going to be for a championship. And uh, I believe Paramount Plus has that game. So if you have Paramount Plus, check it out. Or maybe, you know, get your seven-day free, uh, you know, free trial or get whatever. Your, do what I did. Get your seven-day free trial. Go to cancel. And then they make you feel really bad and they give you an extra 30 days because they don't want you to leave for free. There you free. go. And then, and then use a different email for after that exactly. as well for, yeah, exactly. you know, if you want to stick around with it, but yeah, absolutely. It's i uh, uh, I'm excited to watch this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it's, you know, it's your last chance to see Megan Rapino play. It's your last chance to see Ali Krieger play. And there is drama with Ali Krieger, like her wife uh, left for Sophia Bush. And like, there's a whole it's fucking wild. like, it is a wild thing. Uh, the TikTok, it, the, the drama's all over um, TikTok. Like, uh, not just left, just like cold turkey. Didn't say Cold nothing. turkey, it's over. And she like cheated on her with Sophia Bush, who was from One Tree Hill. And uh, wild, Sophia dude. Bush was married to some guy and they're getting a divorce. And Like the uh, ultimate ghosting yeah. you could possibly yeah. do. Allie, and they have two kids together that they adopted. Um, so Allie Krieger basically posted at one point saying like, uh, uh, getting ready for the playoffs in my lemonade era and she's like uh, it's wild man it's, it's wild, a wild dude. This, this whole thing is like crazy uh crazy drama but it's a lot of fun uh to see see two all-time great uh women's uh u.s national team players uh, get their final games so there's your soccer update <laughs> Rip this band-aid off, man. Let's let's jump to this. You know all what's right, crazy? Is I'm not I'm not ready to call for the firing at no, all. Absolutely but, not. But these aren't great. This is not a good look. The Sharks lose on Thursday 10 to 1 versus Vancouver at home, and that's the worst loss in Sharks home history. Like like that's the worst loss they've ever had in their franchise at home. So they have oh. a game on Saturday. They oh. respond by losing 10 to 2. So not and only not not only they got a little do, better. Not only did the Sharks beat their record of having the worst loss ever, they're also the first hockey team to lose back-to-back -back games by giving up 10 goals. <laughs> it's so bad. It like the defense is horrendous. Goalkeeping is mid at best and uh very uneven and nobody can score right now. 
Logan Couture is still not back. Yeah. You know, so well, I mean, well, we we get to play our favorite. I mean, obviously, let's just yeah. be real. They're eighth. They're last. They suck. So yeah. we don't need to even talk about what position they're in. But we played this game. We did this last week. Yeah. The upcoming games. <laughs> yeah, the upcoming so, games. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, we got Tuesday versus Philly. Thursday versus Edmonton. Friday at Vegas. Sunday at Anaheim. Um, There's not a single one in there that I think that they could win. Here's the thing. Edmonton is playing like shit. That's the only one I can think of, but I still think Edmonton I has... Think, a... I think they're going to lose to Edmonton. I do, they're, too. <laughs> it's, it's not looking good, uh, but we're going to... We're going to do win of the week again, and I'm going to call for Edmonton. You That's have the to only one I would game. pick. Yeah. Okay. So we're both going to circle Thursday as the possible win for yeah. this week. That'll be, that'll be the first win of the year, by the way. The Sharks are zero wins, 10 losses, one overtime loss. Uh, uh, historic ineptitude. They, when they first broke into the league, they were not this bad and uh, as an expansion team. So this is, this is not fun. This is painful. Um, you know, taking all those lumps for all those years of uh you know being real good but not able to quite get the job done and now we're paying the uh paying the iron price for it so it's crazy yeah okay <sighs> uh a couple other sporting notes uh the ACC released their um their football schedule for 2024 through 2030 and Cal Stanford and SMU in Texas they're going to play each other every year so that'll be part of, you know, they'll save a little bit on travel there for those teams. Uh, but then the rest of the ACC is, you know, they're they're going to have to go out to the East Coast for other games. And God, I'm so pissed off about that. But anybody else have anything to add to that? Because uh, I'm ready. No, it just sucks. No, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. We said it before. We'll say it again. It fucking sucks. All right. Uh, last note that I have here for us to cover hall of fame coach, Bob Knight passed away at 83 on Wednesday. Um, yeah, and it I is mean, confirmed. they yeah. did bury him upside down. So everybody could kiss his ass. That's so right. Yeah. Uh, important quote from him. Is he, uh, is he the one that threw the chair across? He the is. Yeah. It, yeah. When he was coaching Indiana, he didn't make sure I had that one. Right. Did yeah. you guys uh, hear yeah, yeah. this? Uh, did you guys hear the audio of uh, Steve Kerr on the radio where, they asked him if he had any um, uh, Bob Knight moments. And he said it was after, after a tournament game, uh, Bob Knight asked to speak to, uh, you know, young Steve Kerr. He's like 19, 20 years old. And so Steve Kerr goes out and meets uh, Bob Knight in the breezeway or something. And Bob just is, you know, you got to tell your teammate, mother bleeping this and you got to tell him to do bleeping this and that and just goes off on steve kerr and he goes and you tell him i said that you tell him just like that that i said that so steve kerr says okay and he goes to his teammates and he says he says to the whole team bob knight's rooting for you guys <laughs> legend. that's a great story fucking legend um yeah, uh, uh, Parks and Rec actually had a pretty good homage to Bob Knight uh, when they were airing with um, Ron Swanson, pretend like coaching basket, like youth basketball. He oh, ends yeah. up throwing a chair across the way, like uh, like Bob Knight did. It's you know, it's a fun little uh, homage, something that's in the zeitgeist that'll live yeah. forever. Um, so yeah, rest in peace, Bob Knight. Okay, okay. Uh, and that takes care of our notes for today, I believe. Um, yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I got nothing else for the docket. I uh, I was sitting in traffic and listening to you guys. Great show uh, uh, while I was listening to you guys. I'm glad to be a part of this one. And uh, yeah, man, go Eagles. Eight and one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a that's a fun, fun week. Fun week. And uh, absolutely. 49ers are back next week. So another exciting uh, Super Football Sunday on uh, yeah. next week. So. Yep, going to be great. Uh, so I guess, uh, Sam, you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. You're listening, watching the SVT Sports Pod. Uh, hit us up on our Instagram and our social medias at SVT Sports Pod. Uh, inbox us, send us DMs. We would love to interact with you. And uh, thank you so much for, for joining us this week. We'd love to see you next week. And um, interact with us, man. Get in that chat. Um Daniel wasn't yeah. with us tonight, uh, but you could see that, you know, he became a friend of the show and we have him on. Uh, we want to be a show of the people. So yeah, interact absolutely. with us. We'll have you on and uh, we appreciate you guys so much. So have a good Thank night, you. everybody. Have a good, good night. night.